She said, tonight. she told me today that she's going to try to take pictures of Lucifer for us. Yeah, she said, yes. She told me that. That's the statue outside the Denver airport, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the crazy horse. She needs to find some of them tunnels. I'd like to at least see some of those <clears throat> crazy paintings. I know they're still there in their own section. I believe they moved them after a hubbub. Or a hubbub. Whatever. So, it's um, fun to say, though. Kelly's not here with a cool-ass drink. Ryan, Hullabaloo. what are you drinking? Wild Turkey 101. It's very good. Matt? I'm drinking a screwdriver that's about 50% vodka right now. There you go, and I'm doing vodka shots. Since Kelly's gone to Colorado and was not able to record us tonight, we decided to do conspiracies from Colorado. Yeah. I did Cheeseman Park. And that is in Denver, Colorado. Um, Cheeseman Park is located in one of the most desirable neighborhoods in Denver. Um, it's one of the oldest neighborhoods. It's small, densely populated. Got named one of the hottest neighborhoods in 2016 because it's bicycle friendly and it's just full of like hipster bullshit. It's like Greenville. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, so... <laughs> Much of this neighborhood is taken up by the 80-acre Cheeseman Park, named after Denver businessman Walter Scott Cheeseman. In 1859, Mount Prospect Cemetery opened on 160 acres of land in the brand new city of Denver. Apparently back then, cemeteries were also parks. Like, people would just go there to have picnics and fucking jog and shit. I don't think that's the thing now. Do people just go walking? I mean, I've never had a picnic in Only people listen to the cure cemetery. I mean, like, I, I know people go, like, on Mother's Day to visit their mother's grave, but apparently back then, that's not how it was. It was just like... Take yeah, the kids yeah, to the, take the, kids family, to the goddamn to the graveyard. Park. So, obviously, they picked the best spot of land to open this, you know, because, you know, they wanted, people, they, they wanted people to be able to fucking come there and <clears throat> hang out or whatever. So, that cemetery, it was busy for years, but as new cemeteries started popping up, for whatever reason, where it was kind of sucked and it wasn't really that good of a cemetery, so people just started getting buried in other places. By the 1880s, it had become so run down that the city was like, no, we got to just fucking close this shit down. We can turn it into a park. I'm, I'm curious what the classification is to, like, this cemetery sucks. Like, you just bury people there, like... Nobody's like buying enough plots to cover the Yeah, for whatever reason, it just said that it was, it, it became impractical. So I don't know if it was hard to get to, but they, they think that it's still easy enough to get to to be a park. Yeah. So... Somebody ruin all the bicycle trails by digging holes all over the place. I don't know. 
But so by the 1880s, it had become so run down the city wanted to close it and just convert it to a straight up park. Um, some legal hullabaloo. Congress, That's right. nice. Congress had to <laughs> approve it, um, and that transition was approved on January 25th, 1890. Well, now they need to move all the bodies. There are 5,000. That never goes well. Yeah. It never goes well. Oh, wait. You just wait. Have y'all oh, seen... wait. There's more. <laughs> yes. There's so much more. Have y'all seen any paranormal movie ever? I mean... Oh, I have a thing. I didn't write it down, but let me try to remember after I'm done with my notes. So... There's over 5,000 bodies here. So the city offered them free plots in other cemeteries. You know, it's just like, yeah. hey, you know, your grandma's here, but we'll move her here. And they're like, you know, okay. Well, apparently they only had 90 days to like say, yes, I'll do that or no, I won't do that. Um, after several years, only 700 bodies had been moved. To move the rest, the city hired an undertaker, and his name 13%. was E.P. McGovern. McGovern's contract paid him $1.90 per coffin that he moved. How was it legal to even move them if, I mean, you paid for the plot forever, right? Do you not, do you get a lease on I the mean, plot now? I don't know, you talk to Congress they about that. They know how that. to take the reservation, <laughs> they don't know how to hold the reservation. So, he got paid $1.90 per coffin that he moved. And he decided that to make more money, he was just going to start dismembering the bodies and putting them in multiple coffins. He was putting them in child-sized coffins. Sometimes a one body would be split up into three different coffins. How much does a coffin cost back then that that's cost-effective? No idea, but part of... Well, he's not paying for the coffins, right? I, no, yeah, I guess not. He's just paying to move them, or getting paid to move them. Oh, just yeah. so I have this many for a um, new one, and they give us So he's like, fuck okay. it, I'll, I'll put, Later your, yeah, he I'll put did your foot say, in this one, your arm in that one. You I know. need four child-sized coffins. Later he did say short, that there was yeah. a coffin shortage, and that's why he had to use child coffins, and that's why he had to cut the bodies up. Yeah, there was a shortage because he was <laughs> using all the fucking I call bodies. bullshit. Right. Well, he was using all the coffins. That's why. But anyway, so soon... and 5,000 people into 9 million somehow. <laughs> yeah. We don't know, we, so, don't know uh, how. Apparently, it was... New math. Apparently, it was so bad that they were chopping up these bodies. And, I mean, they're just out. And, you know, they don't have... They're not, like, digging them up and taking them to a place. They're just, like, out in the middle of the cemetery sawing up body parts. And there's no police. There's nothing. People are this coming... This is 1870s, right? It was 1890s. Yeah, so that makes sense. Even 1890s. I wouldn't be questioning some dude sewing up bodies in okay, a place. Okay, that's fine. But then, fucking so I there did. were people coming and robbing the body parts? Yeah, great. Like if there was from a guy who cuts up bodies. But he's got a he's got a pile of parts right here, and somebody sees something glistening. They're like, oh, but there's a ring on that finger. People were just coming and taking the rings off the body yeah. parts. What, what kind of crazy person takes well, the risk of stealing from Hannibal Lecter? Well, he's not there all the time. I mean, he's got to go home and sleep some. I mean, he's like the foreman. There might have just been some idiots. Yeah. You know what I mean? He might have just shown up in the morning and been like, "I need five hundred coffins today." That is true. Like never broken hair. The two dudes who were stealing yeah. parts and shit—that's the whole thing. But so after all of this, and you know, people were like, "Hey, wait a minute!" You know, there's like body parts and bust up coffins, you know, like all in the middle of this shit over here. The city was like, yeah, we should probably fire that guy. So they fired that guy. I looked to see like if he went to jail. I could not find anything because somebody else with a similar name did some fucked up shit and so that's all I was getting and I didn't have time. So whatever. But um, 
instead of hiring somebody else, maybe more respectable or whatever, city decided to just pull up the headstones and say, fuck the bodies. Well, so that's fucked up. They went through and they pulled up the headstones. An estimated 3,000 bodies are still buried under Cheeseman Park. Bones are still found regularly during construction periods. Um, in 2010, somebody found four full skeletons when they were doing some shit. I don't remember. Um, ghostly encounters, obviously, are a big thing that are reported. They have ghost tours through that neighborhood now. And that's all I've got about Cheese Park. Wait, what series is? How far away is it? It's in Denver. <laughs> that's, that's where Kelly's at. Of, holy shit. I did not I don't know how far that. away that is. I got way drunker than everybody else somehow. I don't so. know. I I'm would, six would, shots ahead of this guy. I would like to go. I mean, that'd be cool oh, to yeah, see. Cool uh, I glossed over it because you um, interrupted me. Always. But it's estimated that E.P. McGovern removed a thousand bodies. Before he was put off the job, and that's why they're saying how many did that turn into? Ten thousand coffins. Yeah, right. Like, I, I couldn't that's find that's the shortage. I couldn't find that, but that's not, they're saying there's an estimated three thousand bodies still there. Like, I mean, I imagine these people were already in coffins when they were originally buried. So he's pulling the coffins out, opening them, taking them, the bodies apart, and then doing his thing. And that's like, what I said. Um, I think though he was saying that the coffins were rotten. Yeah. And like, because, be because of the coffin shortage, that, that was, he could only get child. That was where I was going to go. Like, if anybody at the new cemetery sees this guy show up with a bunch of brand new coffins, they're like, well, I know you didn't just pull that one out of the ground. Like, Yeah. But I guess, yeah, coffins were like. They probably wood threw back. in replacing all the coffins as part of the relocation yeah. to get money and the nice new coffin. Yeah. Because you don't want to bury it in the old things. Probably if you try to put it back down in the ground, it would tear apart yeah. and shit. I didn't so, dig super deep into it. I know that there are several he did, he did articles that do. And I did see a thing where on eBay, some... Yeah, you know, whatever. That was, that was a great fucking yeah. joke. <laughs> um, somebody had just bought something on eBay, and it was like a, a, like a card, I guess it was in a museum, that was probably in front of like a newspaper article about him being a fucking weirdo or whatever, but I mean, that was pretty neat. And that's all I've got. Next. I thought that was a good story, though. I mean, right? It's fucking wild. Yeah. Like, who the fuck? And it, it blows my mind that he only got a dollar ninety for each. Well, you think back then that was probably a lot of money. Eighteen seventy. Is it a lot of money yes. to dig up and move a whole fucking coffin, though? That's probably thousands and thousands of dollars today. A dollar ninety in eighteen. I feel like eighteen ninety. That's got to be like three grand. And that's not three grand now. Three grand then was. Was like a mil, like not a millionaire, but you could buy a house and some land for three grand. So everything was um, so much cheaper. One dollar in eighteen ninety would be twenty nine eighty six today. So. So he wasn't. He, it he wasn't was even making 60 bucks. a little over thirty bucks per per job. Per coffin, that's pulling up a whole coffin and putting it on a thing and taking it somewhere else. Now I don't know if he was responsible for reburying it. But still, digging up a whole goddamn coffin, I need way more than $30. How many can you dig up an hour? Because if you could do one Not an hour... Not that many! They're six feet could, down! If you could do one an hour, that's $30 Wait, an hour. Oh, that's pretty decent money. I just found uh, more accurate, because I just Googled that. Yeah. So, uh, I found an actual calculator. Um, it would be 
56.11 today, and that's at a dollar ninety. All right, Google this. How much is a house in 1860 <clears throat> with an acre of land? 18, or 1890. 18, sorry, or 18, 90. 1890. We'll even go later, so it's worth less. Apparently, in 1870, which is not far off, a lot of places you could get a house and a farm for seventeen dollars by mail order. Oh you my just, God! You send your money and so, application to the mail. So he was making millions of dollars, 15, pretty much. Fifteen bodies in after a week, you could do two bodies a night. I feel like if you were back then, and you know you that they did that shit all the time. They were super strong. You know, you've seen the fucking old fucking lumberjacks. They're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. In the eighteen hundreds, you can buy one acre of land for two dollars. Um, but see, a lot of places, the government. When they did you, put a minimum acreage order on that. You see how the, 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 the spit, they tell you the, how much money is worth back then compared to now? They don't tell you how much everything else was so much cheaper. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Like. And when a lot of people think about that, they don't think the cost of living back then was super cheap, yeah. too. That's wild. Because you oh, think they, well, also a lot of... Less, well, cost of living was <clears> 5000 A lot of people less. farmed... So they had their own food supply. They made their own clothes. Or they yeah. traded with other people. Oh, yeah. I can sew. You can give me food for yeah. six weeks, and I sew one thing. Well, I do that shit all the time for fun. Well, I'll, like, I'll, I'll give you all my sheep fur when I, when I yeah. train you, my sheep. You've got to cut them anyway, because yeah. that's the way they're bred. Yeah. It's just a whole yeah. thing. That's neat. Now, we're slipping dangerously close to communism. Yeah, let's... I don't want everybody <laughs> to own my house, but I don't mind a trading economy where... I fix your car and then you come cut my Y'all grass remember that episode? and fix my siding or something like Y'all remember that cool episode of Raising Hope where they made um, their own buck, burp bucks. Burp bucks. Burp bucks. Their own self-sustaining economy. And just it, they were like, I'll give you these crab legs if, if you braid my hair. <laughs> we should go back to those I mean, times. a trading economy <laughs> is so convenient. Because I might have skills that you don't have and you might have skills that I don't have and we each need the, those skills like fuck it I'll do your job you do mine we'll call it even what would you do in a trading economy I mean I'm good at a lot of stuff so I'm good at literally nothing so what would I do <laughs> you gotta help me say good I'm good at a lot of stuff <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be riding your coat I can fix cars I can do some carpentry I know oh, fixing cars would be good in that kill type you or of not. economy. I have or some whatever. knowledge of like drugs that are going to murder you or not. What you need in a certain situation. Oh, you usually Kelly know what berries me. Yeah. yeah, I can do shit like that. Like, there's a bunch of shit like that that yeah. would be yeah. viable in that situation. I can read enough blueprints if I can find a book to make some shit in that stuff. Nice. Not, not much else. Like, I couldn't smelt the shit. I'd probably kill myself trying to smelt something. But I can find another guy to do that. We work together. Trading economy. Yeah. Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? <laughs> I guess I, I, yeah, I got to be going next because my shit is so weird. Mine's right. super short, too. So Mine's fairly short, too. <clears throat> Oh, well. it's, it's a very weird uh, cryptid. This is one that Kelly actually yeah. sent. Yeah, yeah. Kelly's like you said, you couldn't find anything, but you know, something. as soon as we said something, even though Kelly wasn't going to be here, she just started. Colorado specific. <laughs> she didn't send me anything. So it's, it's in the group. It's in the group for all of us. Well, I don't pay attention. So come on, man. <laughs> if you look up Colorado specific conspiracies, unless you want to talk about the Aurora shooting or, or John Benet yeah. Ramsey, or John Benet Ramsey, which has been covered so many times, which I'm not, you know, in the mood to discuss right now because <laughs> I'm, I'm drunk and I want to have fun. I'm going to do a crazy cryptid from the early, 
or sorry, late 1900, early 20th uh, century, that a lot of loggers apparently have oh seen. Oh my god, you know, we were born in the late 1900s. This is the late 19th century. The late 20th there's century is the late 1900s. I know, there's yeah. a my bad moment. Yeah. So, apparently, very early loggers and tree cutters. Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks, whatever you would like to call them, lumberjack encampments, would be near mountainous regions. <clears throat> and apparently, these cryptids only live in mountainous regions that are above 45 degrees. They have to be super steep. And by the description of them, they're very much the graboids from Tremors above ground. They have a, let's see. Whenever you said 45 degrees, at first I thought you were talking about temperature, and I'm like, well, that's all. No, no, sorry, not 40, that's not temperature. Whenever you said steep, I was like, oh, yeah, 45 degree angle. It's 45 degree angle on the mountain, and what they do is they climb up there, and they have uh, really big ass heads super tiny beady eyes but are very good at getting shit at distance like an eagle would. I'll put a picture of uh, it up on our Yeah, yeah. They, they look creepy but that's it's like a weird <coughs> owl graboid creature thing. They look like Really dicks. big mouse like a big mouth bass but the tail has a fluke where it's two parted and each little part has a hook and they hook up at their big ass top of the mountain whatever and when they see some shit beneath like 15 loggers they let go slide the fuck down, eat you. Fucking dive bomb the rest. Yeah, dive bomb them, <laughs> knock trees and shit out of the way, and then spin back up to another little section that's higher and keep doing that down the mountain until they have to climb back up eventually way later after they've had their fill. Now, their two little grab hook thingies look kind of like the pinhead hooks from like the thing. They look like little, almost like fish hooks. They're weird shaped. Did you tell us what they're called? I did not. I've been talking all about them. <laughs> The actual name of them are Slide Rock Bolters. Slide Rock Bolters. And they're so cool, they have their own, like, Magic the Gathering Pokemon type card game. Oh shit, we found this It's earlier. all cryptic cards. It. it was made by MetaZoo in 2020 on fucking, uh, not GoFundMe. What's Kickstarter. The other one? Oh, it was on Kickstarter, yeah. but I'm assuming it's that means you can now buy it. We, we're not promoting it because we haven't because I've looked at it it's like 1800 bucks now because we're not a Kickstarter people and I wish I had it it looks awesome as shit but I can't afford it but apparently you get 50 plus 50 movement in the mountains which I thought was hilarious but they've I got, thought that was the greatest shit ever they've got cards for everything they've got like Bigfoot cards they've got cards for the Jersey Devil yeah there's all it's like kinda, Magic the, the Gathering but with fucking that, cryptids that's yeah. kind of awesome right I need it it's kind of like the conspiracy game we have from what's his name, yeah. uh, Steve Jackson Games. I actually have some of those cards my got my wife got me, and they are awesome, but best shit ever. I've never heard of those, but based on that description, it sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sliding down the some. fucking mountain and hooking people. Yeah, like, That's why they have to be at an angle because they're lazy and they yeah. need. I guess, I bet, I guess they need to build slimy? up that. They need to build up that. Oh speed. yeah, uh, I didn't write it down, but I remember reading they have some sort of slime that comes out of the edge of their mouth. that's apparently greasy. Kind of lube lo- up that slime. Yes. <laughs> how long? I wonder that's how long fucking, it takes them to get back up. That's a fucking self-sustaining well, water slide. The, the, the eating all that is what gives them the energy to climb back up, and then that's why instead of just sliding straight down, they slide in like a circ- not a circular half circle pattern, arc pattern to get back up to a smaller ledge that's slightly lower, but that momentum takes them back up so they don't have to keep climbing until they're very, at the very bottom of the mountain. Then back up, 
eat tourists, eat lumberjacks. Yeah, so they, they slide down in a, in a curve pattern. That way, when they get done, they can kind of go back up a little bit. Yeah, so it's like, like a skier doing like slalom yeah. shit, which is cool as shit. I've never heard of any. It's almost <laughs> like a fish on land, like a big-ass largemouth bass, which I just saw a picture of one that was like 400 pounds that died trying to eat a big-ass snapping turtle. And I mean one that could eat our arms off because it grabbed its gill and the fish couldn't move to breathe. So they both died. What kind of fish just says, fuck it, I'm going to eat a whole turtle. And I'm going to be cool. Like Apparently that one. Big, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize a big mouth bass was just that, fuck it. Like, I think they're dumb. I think they don't understand um, materials. Catfish are that way too. They're both so like, They don't know Catfish that get ridiculous. 97% yeah. of this turtle is basically just rock. Yeah. They don't know that. that they're just sense. like, look at all that food. It, it won in the race against the rabbit. It's probably good. He cheated though, cause he's a dick, right? No, the rabbit was the dick. It yeah. just kept laying down and not actually. The rabbit take it serious, cause it was like, "Fuck this turtle! It can't beat me." The rabbit was a cocky son. Slow and steady run, wins the race. That's the whole yeah. Aesop's fable, son. Aesop's fables. So my topic, which I researched about thirty minutes ago, <laughs> is the Denver Spider Man. And what? Uh, yeah. I've heard of the French Spider-Man, but not the Denver. So this was the Denver Spider-Man. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> took place in 1940 or in in the 40s. What? So it's, it's not really... Like, wasn't that when Spider-Man, like, was? So it's not really that old. Like, right when it was created, yeah, <laughs> right? So, um, and that's probably how the name came about. Mm. Because Spider-Man was a new thing, so... Yeah. Um... There was this guy, him, him and his wife lived together, elderly couple. The wife was in the hospital, and the neighbors were looking after the guy or whatever. And they hadn't heard from him for a few days, so one went to go check on him or something like that. Found the guy just fucking beat to death in his house. Blood splashed everywhere, like... And the, the cops that did the investigation said you could tell there was a struggle. He tried to fight back with his walking cane. But they never, like, they found fingerprints, couldn't link them to anybody, never found out who it was, never heard anything, it was not a robbery, but they saw where the murder weapon had been cleaned, and some of the area had been cleaned up, so they knew the guy that, that killed this old man, took time to, you know, he, he was there long enough to rob, because he took time to clean up a little bit and stuff, nobody ever heard anything years later the old lady still living there she hires a like a servant or a housekeeper to help look after her and do things because she's old so the housekeeper heard something one day there was a it was multiple story house so upstairs downstairs kind of thing she heard something and she goes to go upstairs and sees the doorway because there's a door in front of the stairs the doorway opens up and she sees a foot come out and a white hand like on the edge of the door opening it up she gets freaked out fucking screams door closes dude runs up the stairs nobody ever saw anything she refused to come back to the house so the cops stationed uh, detectives outside and, and beat cops to watch out you know because they're like well somebody's in this house we don't know who we can't figure it out never saw anybody come or anybody go so one of the cops came by and decided he was going to go in and check 
and heard the lock on the door for the stairs open. So he goes over the door and hears the door slam and dude run out the steps. Cop opens the door and he sees this dude running up the stairs. This guy had been living in the attic for years and years and years. They said his clothes were all ripped up and messed up. He was dirty. That's why nobody ever found him and nobody ever saw him coming or going because he was living there. But the attic access was sealed shut so nobody ever looked there because they're like, well, you know, it's sealed so nobody's going in and out of the attic. Apparently this guy had just been there and he was sealing it shut every time he went up there. And when nobody was around, he was coming down and living in their fucking house and shit. Yeah. But it was like over the course of 20 or 30 years before anybody even found out about it. So they, they nicknamed him the Denver Spider-Man. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I thought it was pretty wild. That reminds me of that movie. Did y'all ever see that movie, Hider in the House? It was like Gary Busey was living in somebody's attic. Oh, man. I didn't, but I do remember a movie <laughs> from the 80s or early 90s where there was a guy who body painted, painted himself, himself in the corner yeah, against to the wall so you couldn't see him and he was like stalking some woman. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like awesome as shit. And I retract my earlier statement. I just realized that Spider-Man came out in Amazing Fantasy number 15 in 1963. So they probably retroactively named him Spider-Man. That's Unless they just called him, or they called him Spider-Man because he lived in the attic. Maybe it wasn't even to do with the movie. Oh, yeah. So that makes me wonder, did they steal the name Spider-Man from this guy? Yeah, did, did. It doesn't say when the name actually came along. Uh, but, but but I wouldn't be surprised in the 40s if you had a man living in your attic for a long time you would call him Spider-Man because nobody ever noticed him. I would call he him just sat in the corner eating bugs. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't do yeah. anything. <laughs> he sits in the corner, eats a little bit of food. You never notice him. He doesn't make him. But then just so, like killed the dude for no reason. So pretty the, much, right? Like the yeah. There's no reason behind why he killed the old man. Um, the aide that was helping the old lady. She said how she originally discovered is because she was in the kitchen and she heard something happen. And she thought it was just woodpeckers, like, on the outside of the house or something. And when she turned around, she saw the door opening that went upstairs. And then that's when she saw the hand, like, on the edge of the door, pushing it open. And she noped right the fuck out on yeah. <laughs> that shit. Hell no, you guys. But I never go back in that house. I'm it was she's a regular person or a ghost. I'm never it was going back. two years before she called the police about that. Because she just up and quit her job and she's like, nope. <laughs> No, fuck this shit. I went home and prayed about it or whatever. And two years later, she called the cops and she was upset about it and she's like, you know, this happened a couple of years ago. And that's when the cops started like stationing outside the house and stuff. That's wild. I feel like that has been in the news several times. Like, like not a lot of times, but more times for me to be comfortable I, I, when it, I, to where first, people thought, are just was, living in somebody's fucking house. But then he said Colorado. I remember in Japan, so a dude living in a like crawl space in the ceiling and getting out in a, a, a fucking closet <clears throat> for like two years before they noticed because he had drinking some milk or something that nobody else drank in the house because they were lactose intolerant. And that was what set off because he knew nobody else had drank it. Nobody else likes that shit. And I was so like, the, this the, happened so many times. Police chief said that um, he described it as the strangest looking human he had ever seen. Said the guy was about six feet tall, but thin as a wilted weed. 
That sounds about right. Slender Man. Yeah, pretty much. Well, 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 I mean, if, you've been, your attic, right? if you've been living in an attic there for two years. You can only take so much about how much food and without them noticing. So the the guy lived in the attic for a year. No sunlight. Nobody knew he was up there except the old man that he killed. Uh, he originally lied about his name to the police because, you know, they called him. Uh, and then they gave him a hamburger, apple pie, and some coffee and started questioning him. And then he he confessed. Is there pictures of him? No. Uh, the guy was 59, though. The guy that was in that. Does it say, did he ever say, like, why he decided to live in that attic? No, um, but it said <coughs> he had moved to Denver as a sick boy with his widowed mom. And he actually met those people, like, when he was younger. Um, when he joined a mandolin and a guitar club and he had been invited to their home several times as a younger man. Long term planning. Uh, Damn. When it, like he was there at 7 and like he's living there at 30 or some shit. That's wow. fucking crazy. When his mom passed away he, he moved out of Denver and just kind of drifted from town to town but in, in the 40s he came back and he was homeless Slept in the alleys and doorways, and uh, said so he spent a dime a day on food just to eat. But then when it started getting colder, he remembered the people, and he went back to their house. So, uh, I, you know, I, I said the, the old guy's wife was in the hospital. The old guy had actually left. So I guess this dude was watching the house. Probably. The old guy left to go visit his wife, and that's when this guy moved in. Said the space was only 27 inches tall, 57 inches wide, and he made it his home. Oh my god. He said, he told the cops. He'd have been on hunchback and shit. He he told, yeah, being six feet. You'd have to be fetal position almost the whole time. He told the cops it looked like a good place to hole up for the winter. And whenever the house was vacant, you know, everybody left, he would slide downstairs and steal a little bit of food and stuff like that. But only a little, so nobody would ever notice. Like, he would go get a cracker or something. Uh, That's fucking crazy. He cut into the house's wiring system to install an outlet in the attic. And he was slowly stockpiling their canned food up in the attic. So this space is already small, but now he's bringing shit up into it. Cramming it full of chicken noodle soup and stuff. Uh, He built himself a makeshift radio so he could stay in touch with the outside world. So he's just like nitpicking apart their fucking electronics or something, making a damn radio. That makes me want to like make you go look at the attic real quick. I've been up there a couple of times. <coughs> I don't think anybody's living up there. And if Surely they were, they we would be hear fun. it, right? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you know how my hearing is. I can so hear he told the cops the reason he killed the guy is because the guy left, right? And he slipped downstairs and he was going to cook him something in the kitchen. And when the old man came back, he didn't come through the front door. So while this dude's cooking, he can see the front door. You know, if he sees a guy walking up, he'll fucking run back up to the attic real quick, I guess. The old man came in through the back door, and it startled him. So he beat him to death. But he beat him with a gun. If he had just left, he wouldn't even have known who he was at all. Yeah, he doesn't know who that guy is. It's just some random guy in his kitchen. He never would have known who he was or figured out who he was. He could just left. He just wanted to kill somebody. Uh, so, 
he hit the guy, and it kind of stunned him, but the guy ran off, and he was going to go call the cops. And then, you know, he came out and finished the job and beat him on the death. Well, there's a, there's a guy, him, there was a guy in my death. kitchen cooking. Who? Um, Slender Man? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, nobody would even believe the guy, probably. So, I saw a guy cooking in my kitchen, then he hit me with a gun and ran. Yeah, and I he, wouldn't believe me. And he killed him with a stove shaker. I don't what? know. What he had the gun though. Yeah. That's so confusing. Maybe it didn't have any bullets or anything because they found the gun in that, the house. That makes sense. Okay. And so, we don't know what a stove shaker he, is. Is he, it like a strainer? No, you can't kill somebody with a strainer. I don't know what a stove shaker is. <laughs> so he told the cops that um, he thought he just knocked the old man out, and he planned on just taking some money and leaving. You know, before the guy came to and figured out anything. But then he heard the guy, like, still moving, so he just kept beating him, trying to knock him out. He, and that's when he hit him with the stove shaker until he went still. But then he, you know, he went back to the attic and kept living in the house. And he. And how many years was it after he killed the guy before he got caught? Um, only, I, I thought it was... A couple of decades, but it was only a couple of years. The the cop, the chief police, didn't come out and tell the story about it until a couple of decades later. That's where. It, oh, okay. Uh, in 1942, a jury took 90 minutes and convicted him of murder, gave him life in prison instead of the gas chamber, and his words to the court was, "Now I feel safe. I'll have a better home than I've had in years." Going to prison. He died in 67. Wow. And that's like super recent. Like, I mean, it's not super, super it's recent, not, it's but not it's, it's that not that far, far off. Yeah. off. Um, so a stove shaker, I was thinking kitchen stove this whole time. That's why I was like, bullshit, strainer or whatever. It's for wood stoves. It's to shake the thing to get oh, the like ashes. A, like a this is the poker so type that's, that's the yeah. handle. So I guess my I don't know if he just had the handle or if he had the whole yeah. thing. Probably the whole thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean we call that. But even that right now. there, you could beat the shit out well, of somebody with that. There's, there's, there's a big long end to it, and you take that to roll it to move the shit yeah. around. If you just it gets take the, the ashes handle, out of there, so it burns better. You still got better. four yeah. solid feet of iron to beat up with. I was thinking <laughs> cooking stuff. Three feet of iron, not four. That's ridiculous. That's fucking wild, man. The wildest part is, like, after he killed the dude, he just went back to this little hole in the fucking attic. And, well, there's also been several news reports of people um, breaking into people's houses and cooking. I mean, I don't know how much of the news y'all watch, but no shit. And, like, people will have the cameras set up or whatever, and be like, well, I was at work, and this guy broke into my house, but, like, all he did was cook some chicken. I wouldn't even be mad. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad, but I would be fucking creeped out that he was gonna come back. Yeah. So, like, if you do that, please, like, hold up a sign in front of my camera that says, I promise I'm not gonna come back and murder you. I just yeah. really needed to cook some chicken. I'm not stealing anything like, except Yeah, I just, I just need to use your stove right I'll, I'll wash the pan and the plate when yeah. I get done. I mean, you don't even have to... I, <laughs> But <laughs> I feel like that there's been a lot of that lately. <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories about people like hiding out in, in people's attics and stuff. 
That's not really coming down and murdering them, you know, because they got caught cooking, but... Just being there, and I could never or, do that. Or, like, in basements and stuff like that. I'm loud as hell. I could never. Do you think you could get away with living in somebody's attic without ever getting... I mean, if you were trying to get off the street and you didn't want to get caught, yeah, I could be quiet. I don't know how this guy got that name still, though. Yeah, I, I don't. Never, I never don't, said in the article. So I don't get it. I don't. I don't feel like he's a spider man. <laughs> spiders live in your attic. That's the whole big thing. You go but in like, the attic, so like possums and raccoons and, and birds. But you notice those. You Duh. don't notice the thing that's hidden up there in the tiny little corner, unless it's a spider. spider. You don't notice the squirrels because we didn't know spider. we had squirrels up there until but we pulled down our noise. Christmas decorations. Spiders are quiet. Yeah, you make any noise. You gotta add the. It's the whole package. He was creepy, long limbed, and. In the corner. I'm wondering how he was sealing this up. Yeah. From the inside of the attic. Which it didn't really say. Like, I, I think of an attic like my attic. I have the drop downstairs. Some people you, don't have the door. You can see, like, you can see the door that covers <coughs> the stairs. And you, you know, pull the fucking rope and the stairs drop down. But they said this was just like a panel. So I, I don't know if it was different back then. Like maybe it was designed to hide in the trim work on the roof or something. Mm-hmm. So that it didn't stand out and look tacky. Yeah. And you know, I've seen a whole lot of um, TikTok videos where people have bought houses and they'll be like, it'll be like a, a door to a basement, but it's sealed shut. Yeah. Or a door to an attic and it's fucking sealed shut. And all that. it's fucking weird. And they never find anything cool, but I always hope that they do. And they usually make it like four part videos so I mean, you can watch everyone it pisses me off. I know people that have basements and have sealed the door shut, but mostly it's because of like water issues, like flood in the basement and they don't want it to come up through the rest of the house. So yeah. Seal the fucking basement off. So instead of fixing the issue that's causing water to get in my basement, <laughs> yeah, just, I just won't use the basement. Let's just ignore it. Let's yeah. put some fucking glue on that put shit. Put some flex seal right. over that fucking door and call it a day. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, I feel like if I had a basement, like, fuck it, I paid for this whole house, I'm going to use this I'm whole I'm using attic. this goddamn basement. <laughs> I mean, I have an attic, and I use my attic. We have an attic. But our, is, how big is y'all's? Can you stand up in yours? Yeah, I can stand up in mine. We can't stand up in ours. In ours you can't the very center. Yeah, that's... You gotta, like, crawl to the center yeah. and stand up. That's the only place you can stand up in mine is the very center. Well, you can stand, like, right where the door is or the access to it. It's close enough to the center to where you can stand up right there. So. But whoever installed our air conditioner decided it was a good idea to put it like right there because they were too lazy to go farther in. So right when you get there, you're climbing over all the duck work. They don't get paid to go all the way in. <laughs> They're like, fuck it, I hoisted this thing up these stairs. I'm going to sit it down right here and hook it up. you get, <laughs> Well. Yeah. That Colorado. Was, that was super fun, and we're still waiting on pictures from Lucifer. Yeah, Kelly's supposed to be um, sending pictures from the Denver airport. She fucking better. I know she said earlier that she didn't see it, but and which I've never been to the Denver airport, and I realize that it's fucking huge. But I also realize that this fucking you're in the air horse. So. Well, you. but once she landed, I mean. Oh, yeah, once you I feel it. like that horse is big as fuck. Like, how can you be anywhere in that airport well, if and you're, not know? If you're, like, in the center part of the building or something to where you're not near the windows. Yeah. But she's going to try. She said um, Friday she's going to go and try to take pictures. So, 
If she gets past security, hopefully we'll see <coughs> the underground city slash base underneath the Denver The Illuminati base. I would like to see <laughs> yeah. that. She was also going to look yeah. for that gargoyle that yells at people. I oh, hope she finds that, too. But yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got, too. Well, this is super fun for an impromptu recording. Yeah. Um, hate it that Kelly couldn't be here. Loving it that Kelly's in Colorado where so much fucked up shit is going on. Yeah. If you would like Maybe to, she'll come back with some stories. If you would like to hear more state-specific <laughs> conspiracies, tell us. If not, tell us fuck no. It's up to y'all. Yeah. Or if you know any cool stories from your state, tell us and we'll cover it. We'll Absolutely, we'll we will. Fucking, we might even visit it if we can. Wow. I, I will do my job on this podcast and do some, go- <laughs> and do some Googling. And He'll Google it. He'll Google it. Y'all can email us at drunktheorypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. Blah, blah, blah. We're fucking everywhere. And here in a couple of weeks, you can find us at Days of the Dead Atlanta. Oh, that's right. August 27th through the 29th, we will be in Atlanta, Georgia at Days of the Dead. We got a table. We're going to play some games and give some shit away. Taking this little show on the road. Maybe some podcasts, live yeah. podcasts, all kinds of shit. Stop by and see us if you can. That'd it would be, be awesome. We'll sell you some bullshit trinkets that we got. Yeah, we yeah. got some, we got They're some real trinkets. cheap. <laughs> yeah. T-shirts are going to be like seven bucks. Where else are you going to get a T-shirt for seven bucks? Nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. Oh, but alrighty then. Uh, is that all we got? That's yeah, oh, hold that's on. Let's do a it. promo right here. So, buddy, pause for promo. And now, and now a word from our friends. <laughs> Not because I don't remember whose turn it is. But that, well, that's why I left it to <laughs> There you go. Um, and now for if if it's your turn, from, you're getting a promo right now. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's microphones and monsters. Well, now you said it, so you got to do this. Now, or I could just cut this whole thing out. <laughs> so y'all sign the thing. Sign what thing? No, no. I oh. just people have been sending us promos, and people have been using ours. Oh, okay, so we're. Just I'm using them in week. order though, yeah. and I'm, we I'm should pretty leave sure all this in because I have no idea. Ryan and absolutely know about you things. Want. I'm pretty sure Microphones and Monsters is next. I, even if it's not fucking next. Yeah, now, now that we started sending our awesome promo out. People love our promo. <laughs> from Movie Trailer Guy. <laughs> but I'm um, pretty sure it's Microphones and Monsters. So here here you go. Uh, we were actually, uh, me and my friend here. It points to a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your friend's with a cat. Yes, he's, he's one of those uh, Dreamlands cats. So uh, he's more than a cat. Yes, and he is very lucky to consider myself his friend. What did he say? He said that I was lucky to consider myself his friend. Oh, okay. I I do feel that way. Okay. Uh, I don't have too many friends. You really aren't that bright, are you? No. Hey, it's me, Adam, the DM over at Microphones and Monsters. You just got done listening to a short clip from our show. Microphones and Monsters is a Cthulhu Mythos 5th Edition actual play podcast. We ask you to join us every week, Monday and Friday. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find all of our links at microphonesandmonsters.com. Dang it.